Rage. How's it going, dude? Alright. It's been a while. Yeah. This band's my favorite. Don't you love them? Yeah, it's gonna be the best. I'm so stoked. Hey, girl. You want a beer? Alright. Aw, oh, man. This is the best. I'm so glad we're all back together and stuff. This is great. Hey. Um, do you guys know about the party after the show? Yeah. yeah. I think I'm gonna go, but um, my friends don't really want to go. Can I get a ride? Hello, everybody, and welcome to We Are Weezer episode 19, QB Blitz. <laughs> this is Rachel, and, and this is Juliet, and we are Weezer. Hi. <laughs> welcome. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. We haven't talked to each other, or the peeps haven't heard from you since last yeah. year. Yeah. Things are getting busy. Um, I put out on social media that now I'm like a certified lifeguard, which is I've never done a job like this, but I'm excited to uh, prevent a drowning. Like, I don't actually want to ever use my CPR or lifeguard skills. I just want to prevent everyone. <laughs> anything from happening as much as I can. But um, I actually feel pretty good and confident about if something does happen, then I'll know what to do. So it's good. Awesome. Yeah. And I'm just keeping busy up here doing a lot of fun, creative things, which I love. So it's uh, I can't complain. I must say I'm a little jealous of all the cool stuff that you (laughs) get to do. You're doing comedy, right? Improv. And and voiceover, I'm like, because of the podcast is really kind of like launch. I'm like, oh, voiceover. And then I'm doing a voice building class, which is all about your breathing, like preparing you to sing and stuff, which has been like a lifelong thing that I've always loved to do is like sing, whether it's like, you know, in the shower or, you know, in the car or on stage, whatever. It's like something I've always wanted to do. So, yeah, it's like super fun. And my husband wants to put together a website and he wants to put out his designs. He's a graphic designer. So then I'm like, oh, well, then maybe I'll help you with distribution. Like it feels more creative stuff coming on down the pipe, which is like super fun. So, you know. Dude, um, tell him to do some graphic design for us. <laughs> We've got a good team. <laughs> That's true. That's true. It's just I feel like you can never have enough. Probably of not. It. Yeah. I mean, it's hard for me to think of things to put up every mm-hmm. day. And yeah. I haven't been very good about it lately because I've been so busy. Mm. And I know the people want it or I think they like it. They enjoy, enjoy it. it. Yeah. Yeah. He's more uh, of a, or, of you know, a just t-shirt checking guy. things out or this, you know, seeing mm-hmm. what pe- other people can come up with creatively. Yeah. I mean, I like it. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. Well, he's, he's just more of a, a, a t- a, of a t-shirt guy more than a, a, he doesn't really do any sort of like memes or, or um, graphic design specifically for like, he likes to do graphics for a t-shirt. So like for a couple of, I think I'm a t-shirt girl. Yeah. For a couple of, but the internet wants a meme. Yeah. That's why I'm, he would not be right for the job because he only really like that's his thing is to like design something for a T-shirt and be like, oh, or a sticker or something like that. So not specifically for social media. So, 
But Does how he want to design the first ever We Are Weezer t shirt? I will, I will ask him. <laughs> that would be awesome. I'm working on the yes. getting the stickers on the website. Like, that's ah. my next goal in life mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. to get that going. We'll so talk we'll more see. about that later then. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm good. We're supposed to move in a week. I wow. think that we'll for reals move in two weeks and nice. we're getting closer. Uh-huh. There's a lot done now. The hot tub is demolished and there's wow. a 40 yard bin in my front yard. Wow. And tomorrow I get to put that mother effer in it and I can't <laughs> wait. And there's going to be no more trash pile in the backyard. It's yeah. going to be awesome. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> so I just can't wait. I can't wait to yeah. not have two houses and yeah. like constant yeah. worrying about this other, this other one. It'll be yeah. nice. Yeah. Nice. Congratulations. That's like a huge Thank feat. Yeah. yeah. I'm almost there. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. How was your new year's? What did you do? New year's day? I was sick with a 24 hour flu, but, um, <laughs> but luckily I didn't die. So it was good. It was only 24 hours. And so I slept but I sounds like my Christmas. Yeah, but that was on New Year's Day. So for New Year's Eve, we did stay up and you know shoot off the poppers and stuff like that. So it oh, was fun. Like, all good. Yeah. So <laughs> when all the fun was over, did the I boys get to stay up? Uh, Stone didn't, uh, but Ryder, uh, my eight-year-old, like, yeah, he was up. He's like, "Can I stay up all night long?" And I'm like, "You can do that, and I'm going to sleep." <laughs> but he you're didn't. like, "Sure, if you want to be alone in the dark <laughs> at some point, right?" So go for it, dude. <laughs> but it's it like, was okay. it was fun. Yeah. How about you? I was. I had a good New Year's. It was chill. We just stayed home, and yeah. my mother-in-law and sister-in-law and her boyfriend came over with a little puppy. And we just uh, did the usual, like, watch the ball, have drinks. It was fun. <laughs> That's so cool. I love family time. It's, it's Me too. the best. Yeah. <laughs> I miss it. I miss my friends, too, because I haven't really done anything fun because we've been obsessed with this house. And I really just want to go have, like, wine at my friend's house one day, yeah. you know? You should. Why not? Take the day off. I will. Take the night off. Almost there. You're like saying I'm, so well I'm hanging deserved. in. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I'm getting a massage. I'm getting my nails done. I love it. I'm going to sleep in. Yeah. I'm going to go have drinks with my friends. Yeah. All of those things oh are happening. God. Yeah. 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 I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Well, should we get down to biz? Yeah. So this thing called a podcast. Yes. We have two newsy things to talk about Weezer Day and Rivers's Rivers's solo show (laughs) at Agave. Mm -hmm. I'm not as familiar with Weezer Day as you Mm -hmm. are, and we forgot to mention it on the last episode. (laughs) So fill us in. What is Weezer Day? Weezer Day was the first day that Weezer, the band, got together to rehearse because no one had dates for Valentine's Day. So they decided to do it on that day. And now uh, in the fan club and everything, February 14th is considered Weezer Day instead of Valentine's Day. So it's kind of fun. And is this original (laughs) Weezer Day or, or, I'm sorry, Jason Cropper Weezer? Or is this like Los Angeles? Los Angeles with Matt. Okay. 
Yeah. Okay. So that's like like in the you know. in the garage in the kitchen. Hmm. Probably the same the same house. Yeah, Amherst on Amherst. So that's really cool. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah. So and, it's, yeah, Carl posted on the on uh, Facebook, and mm-hmm. he's like, and of course we all know Weezer Day. Oops. Right. And I was like, I don't. I don't know Weezer Day. <laughs> and now you do. And now I do. Yeah, simple as that. <laughs> and also, mm-hmm. so Rivers played his first ever acoustic solo show. Yes. Mm-hmm. This past Month. Monday, uh, mm-hmm. February 19th in Colorado at a, at a place called Agave. Mm-hmm. And I watched some videos and he, I think he did a good job. Oh, he did an awesome job. Everyone loved the set list that he did because uh, it was like all over the, like from all of the, well, from Pinkerton, like, uh, you it know, it was a good never, long one. Yeah. Nice long set and everything. And they're like, can you, can Rivers be in charge of the set list for every Weezer show? <laughs> it was like so great to have like a I'm pretty sure he is. Smattering. Right. He, he pretty much is, but I think what he has in mind is for the casual listener as opposed to the hardcore person, you know, fan. And I think he knew showing up, I mean, doing this show, like the massively hardcore Weezer fans would be there. So he'd have to play like Pinkerton and Blue and like all of them. So all the good ones. (laughs) And he did. So it was great. I forget uh, which one I saw, but I was watching a video today. I forget what song he was doing. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was a sweater song, but I could be wrong. Mm. I don't know. And what, what did it remind you of? Or what did you like about I don't it? Rem- I liked it that it looked intimate. And yeah. at some point, somebody is like laughing really loud while he's performing. And I'm like, uh, can you not laugh really loud? Well, <laughs> I don't know. I got all defensive about it. I was yeah. like, don't make noise during my Rivers performance. <laughs> Let him do his thing. Yeah. And he was like un, unfazed. They probably get that all the time. Yeah. So he says that uh, I read somewhere that he really likes playing in Japan because they are so respectful. Like they don't cheer. They don't, they're just really quiet. And I'm like, wow. Like in the US, we're like, Whoa! and that's to show how enthusiastic we are and how much we mm-hmm. love the song, you know. But yeah, I guess it could be a little, uh, bothersome to them as performers are like no i mean obviously they're like a, an hey intimate song. who sings this song this guy yeah so why don't you <laughs> but obviously keep like it that intimate, way or whatever yeah. however that I joke mean, goes <laughs> i mean obviously the intimate song of course you're gonna be respectful and listen but i mean just on average when when it's a good fun song like we're like whoa like i know I am. Oh, like, I totally freak out. You know, at the- <laughs> like, that's my favorite song. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all my favorite mm-hmm. somehow. <laughs> <laughs> and one thing that I liked, what I liked about uh, being part of the fan club and knowing the Michael and Carly history of it, like, I really like how he made a, a point to say, be safe tonight, you know? Mm-hmm. And I thought that was, like, mm-hmm. really cool. He said that to them, he, and he put that out uh, in the fan club. And I thought that was really like, like, oh, like whether it's unconscious or conscious of whether, because, you know, with Michael and Carly passing on in after a show in Colorado, for him to like say that, well, I was like, that's really nice. Like it was like a really bad storm mm-hmm. right before. And somebody put 
a video of what the roads look like and it oh, looks really, really dangerous and oh, scary. Wow. Although I don't live there, so I don't know. It's probably always like that maybe, but probably not. I think he was genuinely being nice and telling people yeah. to be careful, yeah. which is yeah. actually be safe. Nice. Yeah. For you know, a while or <laughs> a change. Not that he's not genuine, just we get a lot of like photos and copy and paste mm-hmm. somebody else's stuff. So it was mm-hmm. nice to see yeah. something from him. Yeah. And, you know, in prep for that performance, he was on Periscope like three times before the show. And people were like, oh, like, you know, is there going to be a show in L.A.? He's like, yeah, there's going to be a show in L.A. So we'll see I can't when wait. that show I'm there, is. man. But he did put up that he's opening for Sam Harris and Steve Pinker, which is a conversation. Like, you have to buy the tickets from Sam Harris. At, for the Sam Harris show, it's a conversation and he's a neuroscience and he's really interesting. But I hope that's not the show that he's talking about, the L.A. show. But he's opening I, for them. I don't know what that means, but. Yeah, what's he going to do? Do a, like a thesis, read a thesis on Or is he going to do acoustic music? Like, I don't know. So I don't know. I, I thought that was interesting. And I'm like, oh, hmm. and it's in March, so. But if someone wants to check it out, you go to the Sam Harris website. It's March 14th at the Dolby Theater. So Ooh. tickets are available. I so. did not know that. Oh. It's not that far away. <laughs> nope. And I don't think I've talked to you since it was officially announced. How do you, what are your thoughts on the Black Album announcement? I am just waiting and seeing. We've heard that it's going to be in May. It's it's uh, cool to hear that it's confirmed in May. And, you know, after Pacific Daydream, I have to just wait and see because Pacific Daydream is such a turn for me, um, for Weezer, you know, that I was like, it was hard for me to jump on board with Beach Boys. Like it just was. <laughs> but like, you know, if there's a sufficient amount of, well, there has been a sufficient amount of like warning ahead of time, letting you know that it's going to be, a, it may not be what you like or whatever like that. So I'm prepared for, I'm fully well prepared for whatever it is. I have no idea what it's going to be. So that's how I feel And about it. thoughts on going to see them in concert Excited. after Black yeah. Album has been released in addition to not seeing them play any Pacific Daydream yet. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Well, I am so glad we're doing QB Blitz actually because... I leave it up to him now. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I leave it up to the guys and what they're going to put on, what kind of show they're going to put on and what have you. And I'm just going to enjoy it because they're the conductor on this train. You know, they know where they're going. And I'm just a fan and I enjoy their music and love the feeling of it and stuff. And my boys do too and stuff. So, like, I'm really hoping it to be at least family friendly. (laughs) That's my only hope so that we can... I'll go as a family and that'll be like awesome. So we're going to share that all. So pass it down to the next generation, you know? Force them to be little Weezer fans as well. Oh, I don't force it. I just expose them to it. And they're like, oh, and like my eight-year-old loves the Red Album. That's his his album. His and fave. Yeah. And he, he loved, but Surf Wax America is like the one on repeat all the time. If he takes a bath and he wants to listen to a song, it's Surf Wax America. I'm like, okay, I guess it's kind of fitting. <laughs> He's going Water. surfing in the bathtub. <laughs> yeah, he wants to learn how to surf. So maybe that's part of it. I'm not sure. But yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. And my younger one loves Say It Ain't So. He has no idea what it's about. 
but he's very mu- he's a very musical ear. So for him, like just the breaks in it, the music, the musicality of it, he really responds well to that song. So he was like, what is that song? I like that song. <laughs> no idea what it's about. And I like, like the sound of that song. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how music goes, right? So mm-hmm. that's yeah. good. It's a good one. Who doesn't yeah. like it? Gosh, What's right. not to like? It's one of the favorites. Yeah. I mean, just musically, you, it's catchy. You can't. You can't not like it. You I just think. know that that he has good taste in music already. <laughs> yeah, you've done he likes well. To sing. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so fun. And they like Pacific Daydream too, so it's it's nice. They haven't selected out any particular songs yet, but they like uh, Pacific Daydream. They're still Daydream. like feeling it out. You know, they're just enjoying it. I think like <laughs> it's such a you know, it's a uh, unique album for them. I think. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, their version of pop music, and I like it. It's, I think what it, it's a, it's an artistic turn for sure. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I like it. And, you know, whether they can be Coldplay or not remains to be seen. There's another turn that they would have to make if they want to do Coldplay. And I don't know. I don't want them want to do Coldplay. I would, I would rather see them at a beach house in Venice. Oh my God. Any right? day over. I don't know. Even the forum. If that's his desire too big, in my opinion. (laughs) I wish they would go back to the palace or whatever it's called. Nowadays. These days. Yeah. Because that was like just right. Like big, Mm. but small enough to like have a good view no matter where you are, you know? Yeah. Where they played where everything will be all right. That was, sounds like it's like that level, that size. That was good. Yeah. Where did they play that out here? You know, I've never been to that venue before and I can't think of it, but it's in downtown. But it was like the similar size Ooh. to the palace. Mm. So the L.A. show. Of, was it the Ace? No, I don't was know. Was it like a movie theater kind of or no? Um, El Rey? No, I guess I can try and look it up, but. Um, no, I'll look it up. Okay. No worries. Okay. <laughs> we'll add it to the, um, the show notes. Yeah, sounds good. Although no one besides us will care, but whatever. Uh, should we so jump song. on into song discussion? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, guys. We'll be back. All of my conversations die a painful death, you see. I can't get anyone to do algebra with me It's hard to make real friends My friends have lots of friends I don't hang out enough Take drugs and learn to love This intercom is broken into pieces All right, welcome back everybody Song discussion time I will do the huge and go through the stats for the song, and then we can get into the fun part. Mm. The song's official name is QB Blitz, not Quarterback Blitz. Mm-hmm. It's on Pacific Daydream. It is track number six, which is after Weekend Woman and before Sweet Mary. And I feel like that's a really perfect yeah. spot for it, too, mm-hmm. listening to it today. Mm-hmm. It was released on 10 
or October 27th, 2017. It's three minutes and 17 seconds long. The label is Crush and it's officially released. Mm. This one is a Rivers Cuomo solo write, writ, wrote, uh, author. I don't mm. know. <laughs> and it's produced by Butch Walker. We've got Rivers doing lead vocals, guitar, Bry Bell mm. on guitar and backing vocals, Scott on the bass and backing vocals, and Pat on percussion. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good old Butch Walker. Yeah. <laughs> I think he did a really good job on this song. Mm-hmm. I think detail-wise, for me, this is mm-hmm. one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's. I mean, they're. I like them all, you know, on this album. So it's just so like clean and mm-hmm. perfect. <laughs> you could tell that they really like went through everything and thought of everything and mm-hmm. listened to it again. And you know, it's it's perfect. <laughs> we can talk about our Weezerpedia references. Mm-hmm. I guess in October, Upset mm-hmm. Magazine interviewed Rivers and he said that QB Blitz is about another person in my creative life, a collaborator. That one's ultimately about disappointment with decisions that had that had been made and that feeling of why did I trust other people when I should have just been going with my own creative instincts. Mm-hmm. I just need to get back in touch with my instincts and go for it rather than relying on the advice of experts. And that totally sums up the song for sure. Verse, mm-hmm. chorus, and bridge for sure. So that's really <laughs> nice. And he's the going for the blitz. blitz. Yeah. Like, you know, go rely on the instincts and go uh, for so it. So what is a quarterback blitz, Juliet? Well, in American football or Canadian football, blitzing is a tactic used by the defense to disrupt pass attempts by the other offense. During a blitz, a higher than usual number of defensive players will rush the opposing quarterback to try to tackle the quarterback or force them to hurry their pass attempt. So basically like just blitz them like a blizzard kind of thing, just over overwhelm like them. Like charge them. Yeah, yes. charge them, overwhelm them, either get that football from them or, you or know. Or make a um, mess up because he's got to hurry and try to figure it out before everyone right. gets exactly. him. Exactly. So like, you know, like intercept the football or push him back. And so then they'd have to punt and they can't go with their uh, original plan kind of thing. So my brother, are my you older, into football? Juliet? My older brother was in varsity football and I went to a really huge football and basketball high school in Orange County. So I know about those. I love watching football. So I don't really watch a lot of it now, but yeah, I, I, I know don't know conversion. Like, anything about it. And I am, I have to watch it a lot because my husband's really into it, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't know the rules. I don't know. And I don't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just something enjoyable to watch kind of thing. Um, yeah. And it's like- definitely fun. It's It can be intense. It's really fun to see live. You get to have beer and dress up cute and <laughs> yeah. watch a good, usually it's like a good show. Like, what are they going to do? Who's going to win? How much? Mm-hmm. Is somebody going to get hurt? Somebody going to yeah. do something 
messed yeah. up. Yeah. You know. I really like the uh, the action of it for sure kind of thing. So <laughs> that's my Is that a kid? That's my four-year-old, yeah. So <laughs> going to bed when he doesn't want to. So no. it's late for him to go to bed. Like, like every night, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And he's waiting for, for me. Yeah. So, Aww. but it's fine. Um, okay, we'll hurry. Um, <laughs> I know my son, like literally every night, doesn't want to brush his teeth. He doesn't yeah. want to floss. He doesn't want to take a bath. It's like, and I'm then sorry, when what's it's like, new about this? Like, we do this every night. What makes you every think? Every night. Right. That we're not going to do this. <laughs> yeah. Well, and sure. then we're like, okay, fine. We'll just skip everything and you just go to bed. No, I want to <laughs> take a bath. And it's like, oh my God. <laughs> or, or okay, when they, buddy. Or when you, they forget dessert. I you, I didn't get dessert. Like, I need to stay up and, and eat. You can have dessert tomorrow night. It's fine. No. So, Yeah. It's a thing. Oh, and there's one. Oh, yeah, it is. But going back to this one other thing, um, advantages gained by blitzing. Uh, oh, you said mm. this. Yeah. So disrupt the, the the defense's play. But yeah, turnover, sack, or incomplete pass. Yeah. yeah. Just uh, get the ball back. Get the control back of the game, you know. So it's super fun. So also on Weezerpedia, mm-hmm. there's an October 2017 NPR interview Mm-hmm. where Rivers provided the context for, you know, what's he talking about with the algebra? And he tried to get his wife to take algebra with him, mm-hmm. but she was not into it. Yeah. And I thought that was really funny because only Rivers is going to try and get somebody to go do algebra with him for fun. <laughs> <laughs> right? I would do it, but I'm really good at math. So. <laughs> like oh to me, God, I hate that math would be, so much. Uh, don't you do like accounting or something? <laughs> or- yeah. And I, well, I like, okay. I don't like hard math. Mm. I don't think algebras or uh, accounting includes anything crazy. Right. It's more about the concepts and the, the details. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be a penny off. And I like sifting through all the stuff mm. to try and find that penny. That's why you're and like organizing it on a spreadsheet. Oh, and- I love it. Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, I, I, I went all the way up to, um, I, I'm so blanking on it now. Quantum uh, physics? No, ca- uh, calculus. <laughs> calculus? Calculus, a senior year. And you, they had to get in a... Um, a community college teacher and everything to teach the class. And I, I had to take out and pass fail. That's how bad I did, but I enjoyed the concepts. I just didn't enjoy all the formulas to like sort it out. I'm like, okay. But I mean, I, I well, and there's cool, so many to remember. But... You have to like memorize all these intense. Yeah. And they're all like in a certain order. Yeah. I, as if, I hate it. As if you're not busy enough senior year of high school. Right. Like taking all these tests and like, also you, know? you don't use it. Like nobody, you don't use it in real life unless you're an engineer or yeah, yeah. a teacher or I don't understand. Yeah, I was basically why normal people have to <laughs> do it. They don't. I was just doing it to get the college credit for call. Like you know to look good on my on my uh, transcript. That's all I was doing. I mean, I uh, honestly I don't even know why they make people do it like why because 
either you're into it or you're not. If you're into it, you're going to do that for work and you're going to be into it and go really far. If you're not into it, you're going to do the minimum mm-hmm. and uh, and you're never going to use it because you're probably mm-hmm. not going to like go into a you're not going to go be a mathematician right. if you hate it. Right, right. So they shouldn't make everybody, I don't know. I guess that's enough algebra talk. What else do we got here? Well, Hoth. Hoth is a shout out to Star Wars, Mm -hmm. The Empire Strikes Back, Mm -hmm. where... The beginning of of Empire Strikes Back. Mm -hmm. I always think of having to cut open a tauntaun getting captured by an ice monster, hanging upside down, mm-hmm. and having to escape. But then you brought up the famous battle where they take down the um, Ad-Ats. Yeah. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Uh, is that at the end or is that in the middle? I don't know. That one's like one big. I thought that was the beginning. I thought that was the very big opening Is the battle sequence. in the beginning? I I think so. Right. You know, that's and why And then they win and that's why he's that's like why, going yeah. home. Okay, mm-hmm. and so the ice fields of Hoth is like a battle, right? That's the the battle is done on the ice fields of Hoth. So I like the the whole QB blitz thing and just like a battle. Like what he said, where you know it's a battle between his creative instincts and everybody else, you know, other people and stuff. So that's the battlefield that the song is played out on, you know. Yes, <laughs> but I like how. That's why I love poetry. It's just layered in there, layered in. So it's all good. You never know what you're going to feel or mm-hmm. get out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I made a couple notes, but I know one of your notes was that there the similarities between mm-hmm. QB Blitz and Ballroom Blitz. Ballroom Blitz. Your thoughts. Again, it's another one. And, and the, there's a boy and a girl and there's a... But there's like a fight going on and it's happening while the song is playing and stuff. But the song Ballroom Blitz is also about a fight, which I found interesting. And another Blitzkrieg, Blitz, Blitzkrieg bop from the Ramones is also about a fight, too. So it's interesting, like the Blitz, you know, which is like a German word, I think. Um, Well, and it's it's kind of all in the same vein of having to be on the offense or the defense, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, fighting and, and like, yeah, like the game of like, you know. Control. Go back or and forth, yeah. Direction. Well, yeah, or winning, winning. Who's going to win? Who's going to win what kind of thing for sure. But yeah, and, and there's also strategy involved with, with that too in a very kind of um, simple way. I mean, you know, not really, but with the quarterback blitz, that's all strategy, you know. Um, but it's just uh, mm-hmm. trying to figure out, like, what's the best way to accomplish the goal, get, you know, to win, to, to stuff like that. So I thought that was really cool. And one of the things in the last, in the bridge, I guess, um, the paper lan- put a paper lantern on the light. And historically in China, that was actually something you did in the battle. That was like a... No, I didn't know that. I've always... Yeah. You know, like how they do in Karate Kid, where mm-hmm. they put the lantern and they because, kind of like set it off into the water. Mm-hmm. Now it's used for celebrations. And like in Taiwan, uh, people's wishes and messages to God are written on them before they're before they're sent off. 
you know? So interestingly enough, it also now has to do with communication and hope and stuff where in the song, there's a breakdown in communication. The intercom is broken. And that's one of the, like, what he needs, why he needs to get his QB blitz is, like, right after that line. And so it's it's just, like, a call, like, ah, I need help or, you know, I need, I need to do this. But that paper lantern lyric, whether it's intended or not, like, just going, like, deep into the interpretation of a song or something, like, I really like how that is in the last section, in the bridge, which is more like the response, the solution to the problems that come in the two verses and the and the chorus. And just for him, it's like a reminder, as you know, you said to um, like what he needs to remember. He needs to remember all like the good stuff. Sing for the moments, a little place in the ocean in the middle of a snowdrift. We're all alone in the universe to so sing for the moment put a paper lantern over the light, sing for the moment. So I, it's actually hopeful in the end, which I like, and like comes to like a peace kind of thing. So the, the sing for the moment is actually one of my favorite lyrics mm-hmm. from the song mm-hmm. because it just makes me think of live your life right now for the yeah. moment. Like stop yeah. worrying about the past or the future. It's mm-hmm. about right now. Be here now. Feel it now. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you got to do to move on from whatever <laughs> communication is broken down. Let's, yeah. you know, kind of to me, the, the paper lantern was releasing mm-hmm. like the, the bad vibes and now I can move on type of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, it's a good song. Yeah. And like poetically, lyrically, how like that one reference can really just lock in the song like for me at least I'm like ah that's the key into the song is that one reference because because you have to just look up you have to know what paper lantern is but once you do the layer of it then you go oh that's so interesting and then it puts the instead of I initially thought when I first heard the song this is like the Frankenstein cut song that he put together and it's just a random bunch of references who knows? Yes, there's some sort of parallel here and there, but this is really just a Frankenstein song of his. You know what I mean? Like that was my initial thought about QB Blitz because it's kind of cryptic in a way, and there really is no story here. There's just stuff that you have to interpret, you know. So I thought that I was, think there's uh, elements of the Frankenstein ness, <laughs> but I think also some intentional flow and meaning, which so is nice. Yeah, so that so for me, Paper Lantern locked it into, oh, I see now what this song could be and like the the battle and like the hope in the end, you know? Like I didn't see that until the Paper Lantern, which is like far down in the song. So it, I was like, oh, but then for once me, I, I think that same moment was the intercom being broken, broken down because I was pieces, like, yeah. okay, so communication, like he mm-hmm. isn't feeling heard. He's lonely he's upset he feels defensive mm-hmm. yada yada mm-hmm. my notes were the high-pitched wind chimes and sleigh bells mm-hmm. alongside pat jamming on the drums mm-hmm. scott's awesome loud bass and rivers's gentle acoustic guitar along with the band's soft harmonies as well as rivers's meaningful and simple lyrics just like makes this a a super awesome, perfect song. Yeah. 
It really uh, lends minus a guitar to. solo. <laughs> it doesn't need, I mean, the Pacific Daydream now for me is no guitars. I mean, do you know what I mean? There is no crunchy guitar and that defines that album for me. And it's, uh, but I, I like the, like the beauty. It's also successful, right? Like, mm-hmm. what do you mean by successful? Um, I think it's a successful, different Weezer album. Version. Like yes. they still sound like them. Mm-hmm. Their version but, of pop music, but yes. it's not super weird. It's good. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it definitely delivers. Yeah, for sure. Like I think they what they set out to do, they accomplished it, kind of thing, for sure. And this is just like, and it, it's so in line with the theme of the album, the name of it, Pacific Daydream. It just fits into that, the ebb and flow and the feel of it, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, this is part of the like Debbie Downer side of the album, I would say. <laughs> but it ends but, on a hopeful note, though. I feel like the yeah the bridge. And, oh so. yeah, the bridge part is like my favorite. So yeah, yeah. passionate. Mm. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Two of the other notes that I thought. Well, one I thought it was funny that he's bringing in like how the, the internet is so we're so obsessed with it in our lives now. Mm-hmm. That he probably actually heard somebody say, you need to choose me over the internet or <laughs> I'm done, you know, or whatever, because I'm sure that's like a, a common issue these days. Well, And I thought actually, that was funny that he kind of yeah. threw that in there. Well, actually, I think for that one, that's probably one of his conflicts, his inner conflicts, is he likes to put out, like it's image versus self kind of thing. Like every, you know, artist kind of goes through that where like, you know, you have your PR people and then, but then you have who you really are. And like, you know, he's said before that, like, yeah, I think I should have, uh, you know, as a, as someone in a band, you know, you need to have a social media presence kind of thing. So I don't think it's all like who he is, but it's just like what he thinks he needs to put out to continue the image of, and then. Of him. Yeah. And that's the of internet. reverse Cuomo. Yeah. And then, but on oh. like, who he is, you know. So. And communication. Right. See, I didn't even go there. I just thought it was like mm-hmm. a Frankenstein throw-in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, so my last note was, mm-hmm. yet again, we're talking about oxygen. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think he uses the word oxygen to refer to mm-hmm. things that he loves. Mm-hmm. Or like a longing. It's, it, it seems like it, in every song mm-hmm. that he mentions it, it's like he doesn't well, want to let go of something, or he's like freaking out because he needs it. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, like what? Like oxygen is essential to life. You can't have life. You can't live without oxygen. Like you can live without water for, you know, three days or whatever. Without food for two weeks or whatever. But without oxygen, I think it's two minutes or I don't know what it is, but if there's something like that, but you, you know, oxygen is essential to living. So it's another poetic kind of like, um, walk away where like, I'll be missing you, but obviously be missing a huge part of like, it's like my life, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's interesting. Which is maybe so romantic. (laughs) I know. But, and then to hear that it's like, not even about that, that it's just about like a, (laughs) a miscommunication or, you know, like a 
probably some manager t- wanting him to be something else. But well, I like but to read music, into it too. Yeah, but his music is his life though too, you know? And I wish I, yeah, I just wish I had like talent like that. It's so interesting to me and... To be able to... It's amazing to me that mm-hmm. like that musicians can mm-hmm. do that and perform and that's their life and they are able to handle it and be normal do it well and easily and i don't it's probably not easy for, but <laughs> but you know what i mean it, but not they, all the time but i mean but they successful, do it. i think what you is what you mean by successful where you can still be still be successful and continue to be successful that's a hard formula to crack i think for sure yeah i mean we just speculate from our end of it you know <laughs> being a fan just a normal thing. A normal person. It's like yeah. I don't know how yeah. how it takes how, a certain type of person, you know. I, yeah. Well, I think it, you you're kind of born with the talent, and then you have to be able to, um, you know, hone and it's more than talent. You have to be able to have like the discipline and the and the wherewithal and the desire to like to keep going at it even when it's not fun anymore, you know. And it just seems to be like a hobby that he loves to do, like you know. He's like, I had a lot of downtime in, uh, on Periscope. He's like, I had a lot of downtime in uh, Australia, but it just meant more time to do demos. So, you know, what free time is and what you choose to do with your free time, you know, he'll still sit there yeah. and work out songs and everything. So, but, um, so let's go on to the song rating, I guess. Are we, or is there anything else you want to say about the song? Uh, no, I'm good. Are you good? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to go first? Sure. I'll go first. I did okay. uh, Laser Eyes Rivers, A Lightning Strap, and Scott in a Vest for a total of nine. Ooh. Yeah. I did A Laser Eyes Rivers, mm-hmm. A Lightning Strap, mm-hmm. a, Scott in the vet, a Scott in a Vest. Mm-hmm. I also think it's a, I'm going to give it a pat jamming on the drums. Nice. Mm-hmm. Ugh, and I got to give it... <laughs> I got to give it a Blazer Brian, too. Mm-hmm. So what is that? Seven. That's a 12. There you go. So it's over a 10. 21 divided by two. <laughs> it's over a 10. 10 and a half? Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good. That is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then We Are Weezer gives QB Blitz a 10 and a half. <laughs> and we'll be back with some Weezer confessions. <laughs> I'll be missing you like oxygen. I want to have the feeling someone's in love with me. You gotta choose between the internet and me. Well, we're going to wrap it up here, um, but we're doing Weezer Confessional, and Juliet is going to share with us. So, Juliet, what is your Weezer Confession? Um, My Weezer Confession is I put myself in the middle of a song each time, and that, that determines whether I like the song. So I like a song, 
if I can put myself in the middle of it and and be like, oh, he's singing to me. And if if I, I can't do that, then I'll be like, eh. <laughs> but uh, that's that's pretty much a good measure. It's not always the measure, but it's a, a pretty good measure of whether I'll like a, a Weezer song or not. So <laughs> Very nice. How about you? I actually didn't have to think that hard to come up with another one. But uh-huh. when I was young and listening to the Blue Album, I was in San Francisco with my parents visiting. And do you remember when there used to be like a game store? And I, I feel like it was called the Dungeon or Dungeon Games or something with the word dungeon in it. I'm not 100%. Maybe hmm. it's Gamekeeper. Hmm. Does that ring a bell? Maybe. Maybe. And I went in and they had a jar of 12-sided die. And uh-huh. I have never played a minute, a second of Dungeons and Dragons. But because <laughs> of the song, I had to get it mm-hmm. a 12-sided die. So somewhere in my collection of stuff from when I was little, I have a pink Mm 12-sided die in honor of Weezer. That's awesome. Super nerdy, I know. No, well, that's why I love In the Garage. It's one of my favorite songs is because I played Dungeons & Dragons with my my nerdy brothers. They aren't really nerdy. I'm the nerdy one. But, um, yeah, and so to, to take that story up to the next level i totally now there's some co-workers at my husband's company who wants to play dungeons dragons and we're like okay sure but after one session the dun- the dm was like oh i can't do it anymore so now i'm seriously considering becoming a dungeon master so that we can continue playing <laughs> please become a dungeon master <laughs> right and add that to my like <laughs> list the of other things. day i was i was Seriously, trying to remember what your um, what your name was. What was it again? <laughs> magic, magic fingers. fingers. Okay, magic fingers. Because I gotta yeah. draw that. But I, have a I gotta new draw one. like magic fingers, Juliet, and That's and awesome. I was like, oh, I'm gonna do this. And but I was like, I can't remember what the heck her name was though. So I kind of yeah. need to know that before I can do. <laughs> As a sorcerer, there. yeah. And even this time, I'm a sorcerer too. But I have a Pokemon name, so. But I can't. I can't think of right now. Um, but, but yeah, it's it's super fun. All right. Well, I think that's it for this episode. Let's go ahead and yeah, I can hear. Yeah, with my son giggling oh. in the background. Yeah. Does he wanna? Does he wanna do it with us? Uh, I don't know. Do you wanna say something with us? Okay. He he's nodding yes. Okay. okay. What are you gonna say? Stone, what are you going to say? I'm going to say. Okay, say, say it in here. What are you going to say? My name is Stone. <laughs> okay, that's wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, now you can be quiet now. Okay, he nods his head. Okay. Yes, so he just needs to We've got to leave that one in, and we'll totally leave it in. Yeah. So that it'll be commemorated. Posted. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So funny. All right. Well, I'm going to wrap it up. What's next? Episode 20. It's a surprise. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling mm-hmm. anyone what we're doing. <laughs> so you guys will just have to wait. Tune yeah. in. Yeah. Super um, fun. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, yes. I want to give a shout out to Bruins Mama on mm-hmm. Instagram who 
has been just, I don't know, she, she comments and she's listening and she's catching up and she's like interacting and, and talking about the episode. So it's, it's really fun. And awesome. also we have a friend of the show and I know I'm going to screw it up how you say it, but her name is Sefied. Sefied? I don't know. I'll figure it out by the time we come to the next show and make it right. Um, but she is a like a radio DJ and is very into Weezer and is sending us um, like a radio show. I think it's like one of her all Weezer radio shows. Awesome. So that's really nice. And um, she's also been like really supportive and, and sweet. So shout out to the ladies. Yahoo. Where can the people find us, Juliet? Uh, all over social media. We are Weezer.com. <laughs> we are Weezer.com for sure. We are Weezer on Instagram, Facebook mm-hmm. page, Twitter. Oh, and you can email us at WeAreWeezerForever at gmail.com. Juliet. I love it. You did a great job. Yes, Rachel. Thank you, Rachel. And you, Thank too. Thank you. And always. I, yeah. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Adios. Yeah.